Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome to the Austrian Grand Prix recap episode. I bet you don't know what the results were because I didn't even know until I typed up the report for this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the weekend as we know it, FP1, Aston Martin, McLaren, and Ferrari had just a singular practice session to test new upgrades for the teams. Max Verstappen topped the session at the end of a non-eventful hour of running. Then we go to qualifying since this was a sprint weekend. So qualifying for the Grand Prix took place on Friday. In Q1, Valtteri Bottas spun at turn one at the beginning of the session to force an early red flag. Afterwards, leading two drivers like George Russell, Lance Stroll, and Esteban Alcon facing the danger of being knocked out in Q1. But in the end, the Q1 drops were Yuki Tsunoda, Zhou Guanyu, Logan Sargent, Kevin Magnussen, and Nick DeVries. In Q2, the track limit session, Sergio Perez lost not one, not two, but three separate lap times due to track limits violations, leaving him out in Q2 and missing Q3 for the fourth consecutive race weekend. Q2 drops were George Russell, Esteban Alcon, Oscar Piastri, Valtteri Bottas, and Sergio Perez. In Q3, Alex Albon went out early in the session to set his banker lap first, but quickly tumbled down the order as the likes of Leclerc and Verstappen set the fastest laps of the weekend. Ultimately, we would see Verstappen take pole with Charles Leclerc and Esteban Sainz. Yep, Carlos Sainz filling out the podium place grid slots. Then we went to Saturday which is Sprint Shootout Saturday, whatever they call it now. Sprint Qualifying 1. Charles Leclerc held up Oscar Piastri early in the session after a Zhou Guanyu spin for some local yellow flags, but the first session saw Zhou, uh, Oscar Piastri, Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, and Logan Sargent knocked out as Leclerc narrowly escaped the same fate. Sprint Qualifying 2. Everyone was bunched up around the track trying to set their fastest laps at the very end of the session, leaving Albon, Gasly, Sonoda, DeVries, and Russell out in SQ2. SQ3, Lando Norris made the new McLaren look extremely competitive, going faster than Sergio Perez's first flying time, while the two Ferraris were struggling down the order, but Verstappen would once again take sprint and pole, while Sergio Perez locked out the front row for Red Bull, with Norris and Hulkenberg filling out the second row. Then we hopped into the sprint on Saturday afternoon, some interchangeable wet-to-dry conditions, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez had close collision moments in the first few corners of the sprint. I will go into more depth on those for the British Grand Prix preview episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, But the end result was Nico Hulkenberg taking P2 and taking off down the road after Max and away from Checo. For a good portion of the race, everyone was on enters before George Russell would switch to the soft and quickly start going 5 seconds per lap faster than the leader forcing everyone else's hand and leading to pit stops for a majority of the runners outside of the top 8 point paying positions. Verstappen would end up winning with Sergio Perez and Carlos Sainz rounding out the sprint podium. Lance Stroll, Fernando Alonso, Nico Hulkenberg, Esteban Alcon, and George Russell scored the rest of the points on offer. Now we get into Sunday's Grand Prix. Everyone besides Fernando Alonso, Valtteri Bottas, and Kevin Magnussen started on the medium tires, with those three taking the hard compound tires for their first stint. Hamilton gets past Lando Norris, who ends up pinching Lance Stroll at the apex apex, wow, of turn one, but out front we have Charles Leclerc attacking Max Verstappen for the lead, and Lewis Hamilton going after Carlos Sainz for P3. 
Yuki Sonoda goes off into the gravel at turn 4 and has damage to the car. A safety car comes out to pick up debris from turn 1 and clean up the gravel from Sonoda's rejoining of the track. Kevin Magnuson pits as well as Sonoda, thinking he has an ERS problem, but continues on with the race, and the safety car comes in at the end of lap 3. Surprisingly little action on the restart, with the biggest piece of action being Yuki Sonoda overtaking Nick DeVries, as Verstappen already has a 1.2 second gap to Leclerc after one lap of running. Sainz is sitting with DRS behind his teammate. Leclerc, as Verstappen, is slowly but surely increasing his advantage out front, up to 2.1 seconds after four laps of running since the safety car returned to pit lane. In lap 9, Ferrari asked Sainz to let them know about the pace, to which Sainz said, You can see it. I don't think I need to let you know. Sainz was within half a second of his teammate, but also didn't seem to be pushing too hard for an overtake, before then we hear on lap 10 that Sainz is told not to attack and stick to the plan. Ferrari master plan, baby. Lap 10. Sergio Perez goes for a massive dive bomb on George Russell at turn 3, but classic TV direction, we don't get to see the actual overtake as Anthony Davidson tells us that they made contact, but we can't even see it because of bad life work and no replay given, so that was just beautiful. Lando Norris is vocal that Lewis Hamilton is going outside track limits every single lap, but the stewards have only posted one deleted time after 12 laps of running for Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton comes on the radio on the next lap and says the car's slow, and just after that he gets the black and white flag for to tell him sorry that he only has one more track limits violation before he gets a five-second time penalty, likely not the last person in this race. Hamilton then gets told that he has the black and white flag for track limits, and he says he can't keep the car on the track because it won't turn. So it's slow and it doesn't turn. That's a great Mercedes, it sounds like. On lap 14, Nico Hulkenberg retires from the race after an engine failure that looked eerily similar to that of Carlos Sainz's in the 2022 Austrian Grand Prix. We get a VSC later on in the lap, just after both Ferraris pass the pit lane entry. Hamilton and Norris benefit with a cheap pit stop, with most of the field following them in later on in the lap. The Ferraris double stack on the next lap, and Fernando Alonso comes in as well as the green flag comes back out. Carlos Sainz loses out to Lando Norris and Lewis Hamilton, as Ferrari have both pit stops take over four seconds. Perez, Verstappen, and Bottas are the only cars yet to pit as the race resumes. Carlos Sainz is not happy. First thing that he says is, what are we doing, guys? Why didn't we stay out? Come on. You just know he's frustrated, like uh, Charles Leclerc should be in that team, but Carlos is the only one voicing his displeasure. Lap 17, Lewis Hamilton receives a 5-second time penalty for track limits violations. Already at this point, we still had 54 laps remaining. Then on lap 19, Yuki Tsunoda also receives a 5-second time penalty for track limits. Carlos Sainz goes for a move on Hamilton on lap 19 at turn 3, making up some of the places that he's lost from that pit stop, all the while the new tire runners are catching Sergio Perez in P3. Leclerc can't seem to make up much time on Max, he's still sitting over 15 seconds behind in second place. On lap 21, Sainz gets the move done for P3 against Sergio Perez at turn 4, but now instead of being in the DRS of his teammate, he is 5 seconds behind Charles Leclerc. On lap 22, Carlos Sainz gets the black and white flag for track limits as Hamilton is trying to go around Perez for P4 with DRS, but he can't break late enough to make the move stick. 
Max Verstappen comes in on lap 25 for a set of hard tires, and Charlotte Claire takes the lead and would be the first person not named Max Verstappen to lead a lap of a Grand Prix since lap 47 of the Miami Grand Prix, as Max actually ends up coming out in P3 behind Carlos Sainz as well. In lap 25, Esteban Alcon receives a 5-second time penalty for an unsafe release during his pit stop, which forced Logan Sargent to slam on the brakes on pit road to make sure that he didn't hit Alcon on his turn into his own pit box. Perez pits on the next lap as his teammate is going after Carlos Sainz and gets the move done at turn 3 while keeping DRS to pull away down the straight towards turn 4 and evade an overtake in return from the Ferrari. Perez receives a black and white flag for track limits as well later on in the lap. Lap 28, Lando Norris gets past Lewis Hamilton at turn 3 and down the straight towards turn 4 after Hamilton locked up at turn 3 and went well wide and got a bad exit. Carlos Sainz receives a 5-second time penalty for track limits violations on lap 29. On lap 30, Sergio Perez passes George Russell at turn 3 and pulls away from Russell who had DRS behind the Red Bull. Black and white flags excuse me, are being handed out like candy on Halloween, and we aren't even halfway through the race yet, with only 32 laps completed, and Albon and Gasly have now also received their final warnings. Lap 35, Verstappen overtakes Leclerc out of turn 3 after backing out enough to keep the DRS down towards turn 4 to ensure he kept the place as well. Alex Albon receives his 5-second time penalty for track limits violations on lap 36, um, Nick DeVries gets a 5 second time penalty for forcing another driver off the track after pushing Magnussen off at turn 6. Hamilton signs Alcon, Albon, and DeVries are yet to serve their penalties and we even get a graphic to see that. That's how crazy this was. Uh, Alcon then comes in on lap 42 to serve his penalty and ends up having a slow stop anyways. An 11 second total time lost for the Alpine. Pierre Gasly receives a 5-second time penalty on lap 43 as Hamilton stops and serves his 5-second time penalty on his final pit stop. Norris is now 6 seconds further down the road than he was prior to that pit stop. Sainz has cut 2 seconds off the gap to his teammate in P2 over the last few laps, going from 6 to 4 seconds on lap 45. Norris passes Gasly at turn 3 after the McLaren has made his final stop, and Alonso returns to the track after a stop on lap 46 and now is ahead of Lewis Hamilton by 2.5 seconds after trailing him by a second and a half before their pit stops. Carlos Sainz comes in on lap 46, serves his penalty and comes out behind Lando Norris, but the Ferrari is still massively faster than the McLaren and takes the place back at turn 4 on his outlap. On lap 48, Charles Leclerc is told on the radio that there is rain possible at the end of the race and told he needs to extend his stint, to which Charles replies with no. At the end of that same lap, Leclerc comes in and gets the call for box box, making his final pit stop. Perez and Verstappen are still out front. Uh, at this point, I typed out Verstappen uh, maybe can go to the end on an extremely long stint on the hards, but Perez almost certainly needs another stop with his medium compound tires having been put on the same time as Max's hards. Just as I typed that out, the overstapping gets the call to box on lap 49, coming in for the medium tires to go the final 22 laps, and maintains the lead. His teammate has, uh, was, sorry, 26 seconds behind before the stop, and now is still 5 seconds behind. Perez comes in on the next lap, coming out in P5, some 5 seconds behind Lando Norris's McLaren. Yuki Sonoda receives a 10 second time penalty for 7 track limits violations on lap 54. 
Sergio Perez gets into the DRS range of Lando Norris on lap 56, and Lando locks up at turn 3 to allow Checo the easiest overtake possible down towards turn 4 with DRS. Perez now has signs ahead and then an 18-second gap to Charles Leclerc and 15 laps to do something. Signs was defending brilliantly, using back markers to pick Perez's lines and DRS from the cars as well to defend from a much faster Red Bull. Signs gets DRS on Perez down towards the turn four uh, hairpin corner, and the two go side by side through four, five, and six before Perez concedes the place. The next lap, Signs pulls the same trick again with Perez complaining about movement in the braking zones, although even commentary admits that Signs is starting his movements before braking his Ferrari. Perez gets the DRS down towards turn 4 on lap 62, but goes wide and allows Science to hang around yet again. The Ferrari gets the DRS down, or gets the DRS to keep the Red Bull, or keep with the Red Bull. Wow, I cannot read today, I'm sorry. Keeps with the Red Bull and likely saves Charles Leclerc's P2 finish. Logan Sargent receives a 5-second time penalty for his track limits violations on lap 56. Kevin Magnussen gets his 5-second time penalty on lap 67. Verstappen then is pitting to go for the fastest lap on the lap 69 with a 23-second gap to Charles Leclerc. Uh, he gets the fastest pit service of the race and comes out with a lead of 3.6 seconds. Sergio Perez gets the black and white flag for his final track limit warning with two laps to go, and Verstappen gets the fastest lap on the final lap of the Grand Prix. The race results were, I say were, Max Verstappen won the Austrian Grand Prix with Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez filling out the podium places. Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, Fernando Alonso, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Pierre Gasly, and Lance Stroll were the rest of the point scorers, and Nico Hulkenberg, excuse me, was the only retirement from the race. Then I woke up on Monday morning, today, to new results after new track limits penalties were applied after Aston Martin protested the results of the race. The penalties that were added, Carlos Sainz, 10 seconds, Lewis Hamilton, 10 seconds, Pierre Gasly, 10 seconds, Alex Albon, 10 seconds. Esteban Alcon, 30 seconds, over 4 separate penalties. Logan Sargent, 10 seconds. Nick DeVries, 15 seconds, over 2 penalties. And Yuki Sonoda, 5 seconds. The new points results, we still had Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and Sergio Perez on the podium. Then we had Lando Norris move from P5 to P4. Fernando Alonso from P6 to P5. Uh, Carlos Sainz lost out P4 to P6. George Russell went P8 to P7, when Lewis Hamilton went P7 to P8, and Lance Stroll went P10 to P9, when Pierre Gasly went P9 to P10. Anyways, now that that jumbled mess is all over, reviewing my predictions, we had Haas double points, which was a horrible pick. Hulkenberg didn't finish, and Magnussen started from the pit lane after having a handful of problems throughout, and had a handful of problems throughout the race as well. Charlotte Claire Pole, another L. But I mean, 0.048 off of pole is as close as someone has been for a while, it seems like. No Alfa Romeo points, and this was the lone winner. The Alphas were nowhere in the race and only showed when battling with cars trying to make their way through the field that they even had any sort of pace to compete in the Red Bull ring. Fernando Alonso to finish outside the top six. He was exactly sixth on track before penalties were applied, which means another L. I'd like to think that without the track limits violations that Hamilton would have finished ahead, but we'll never know. Sergio Perez crashes at any point of the weekend was my fifth and final prediction, which is a loss again. He went off track plenty of times and got plenty of the track limit violations, but didn't have an actual crash. Reviewing my podium prediction, I predicted... Max Verstappen would win, Lewis Hamilton would finish second, and Charles Leclerc would come home third. 
we actually got Verstappen, Leclerc, and Perez on the top steps of the podium. Up next, I will talk to you tomorrow and the next day, the British Grand Prix preview and race rewind episodes for the British Grand Prix race week. One of my favorite race weekends on the calendar. Probably my second favorite track, if I'm being honest. But uh, I will talk to you about that race tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.